and you get to KRS-One and Public Enemy and shit, X-Clan, Brother J, mm -hmm. uh, Poor Righteous Teachers. I mean, that's where I learned about self. You Welcome, welcome to the Trap Boot Camp Podcast. It's your girl, Oracle Jane Doe. We are here again for part two of Lyrics of Light and High Responsibility, a closer look at the effects of music. We are talking to my good friend, Brother Jay, and we are going to be really hearing about, you know, some positive things we can do in the community to change music. You know, he's got some really strong views on what's happening right now, and I'm really excited to share this with you. So stay tuned. My entire life has been set to music. My poetry evolved into the love of the stage in 1989. For as long as I can remember, I have found my identity through the music that I listen to. The strength and influence of my next guest has been prevalent in my career since the very beginning. Picture this, LA Exposition Park, the Black Family Reunion, in the smell of cotton candy, Shabazz fried fish and incense in the air. The drum circle is popping off and everywhere you look, you see black people selling and wearing African medallions, beads, walking sticks, and a whole lot of African garb. African, very African. The music of X-Clan, Poor Righteous Teachers, the Jungle Brothers, and many more artists at that time brought about a vibe in our people that sparked pride and heritage. The lessons that were being taught through the music were not what we were used to but they were the theme music to the re-emergence of consciousness and pride in our regal ancestry. Brother Jay is a hip hop artist and a member of the group X-Clan. In 2016, Design and Trend Magazine named him one of 10 greatest conscious rappers of all time. X-Clan consisted of Professor X, the Overseer, Paradise the Architect, Sugar Shaft, Grand Verbalizer, Queen Mother Rage, and many more. They were known for their Afrocentricism and militant activism. As a member of the Black Watch movement, X-Clan soon gained fame for the controversy that its music aroused. X-Clan's debut was to the East Blackwards in 1990, followed by Exodus in 1992. The power of their words successfully influenced an era of positivity and consciousness that have been missing from the game. Queen Mother Rage. When I heard that, it changed me. The grittiness of her flow, her presence, her tone, and her confidence. That changed me. I found my voice, and I found that all the aggression that I stored up at one time as a youth in my poetry books could be set to stage. The African war drum was often used as a tool for healing and it's prevalent throughout the music of X-Clan. They utilized funk, which was familiar to the ear, and mixed it with intention, history, and wordplay. 
They laid it in the pocket so cold that it was undeniable. African, very African. I was just thinking how dope it would be to just hear from you. Like, when you were sitting there writing, did you know that you were, like, inspiring, like, uh, inspiring, like, you had us over here with medallions and, like, did you know that you were doing that when you when you sat down and wrote those lyrics? Did you have that intention? No, I, I joined the movement first. So, um, so I didn't have the the gimmick thing to attach to my music and shit. You know, we was already strong in the movement from early teenage. I was coming out of high school. I was in the movement. So I didn't get signed until 88, 89 with that first single and whatnot. So, you know, I had been so strong with them. That's how we walked around all the time. You know, I'm, I'm putting beads off at the basketball court and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying so yeah so I, I you know I just took my experience of what I was going through and put some in the music you know what I'm saying let people know what it was like every day you know really you know participating in the rallies and building with the elders and all of this kind of thing we were just sharing the experiences that we were going through so it wasn't like a premeditated thing it just was a natural thing because that's how he was all the time. The crown's on everything. So it was just like something. And when you like, you didn't have to go look for it. You knew where to get it. We had to look for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New, New York is different. So you know, it's a melting pot of all kind of cultures and shit. So you know, you can go eat halal food and then go to the Nigerian spot and get some beads and you know, go to another spot and get some magic sandals and shit. You know, it's New York, is, <laughs> New York, New York is wide open with the culture. So you know, if you know where to go, you get what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we never had a problem with that. Most of our shit was custom anyway, so we didn't really buy from too much shit from folks. You know. We know the power of lyrics. We know that we can bridge divides. We can do so many things with music. Why do you feel like now the music is push that's pushed forward is has so much low responsibility? Do you feel like it's a, kind of a conspiracy? You know what I mean? If we know that it affects us the way it does, and the main music that's out there is music that has degradation and misogyny, and that's what they put forth in our communities. And the music that you created was nothing like that. And they let it go. The gatekeepers allowed that to go forth. But now right. you don't get that. Right, do right. Think, I don't how think do you feel a, about that? I, I, I don't think it's a conspiracy if people accept it. You understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? If you if you be forced or fooled and shit, then, you know, then it's like you sneaking behind my back to sneak this down my pipe. But, you know, you know, when... When people adjust to it, look, man, 70% of the airways is is twerking and bouncing their booties and whatnot, you know, like, like they're in the strip club. That wasn't a normal thing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The music aiming at Noah's lower self, you know, it, it made it like it was a norm. You know what I'm saying? You know, these 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 are songs that you won't hear. I mean, that was a complete underground, the way that you're hearing you know, WAP and all this other shit. That's like if you were going by, you know, the old, you know, peanut spot in um, Michelle's Triple X or something like that. You were going there. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You would hear joints like that and whatnot. And that was your adult time. 
you know, but now when your kids are like, you know, I'm going to put my ass on the sink and, and sing, you know, Megan Style, you know, whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they, you know, it's accepted. So it can't be a conspiracy because, it's you know, people, people are adjusting to it. So, you know, it's, it's now to me, um, I just feel it's simple. You know what I'm saying? I just feel it's simple to write. It doesn't really, you know, require any strong creativity to do that kind of, of music. And that's how they think of us. You know what I'm saying? When you come from a three-fifths of man type of um, explanation on your existence, then they feel like you need you deserve three-fifths of music, three-fifths of content. Uh, freedom, blah, blah, liberty, blah, blah, more perfect union. But it also has the three-fifths compromise starts off fine we're basing representatives on total number of free persons cool cool excluding indians not cool and three-fifths of all other persons other persons is the constitutional way of saying urban for those of you that need to know a little more about the three-fifths clause here it is Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution of the United States declared that any person who was not free would be counted as three-fifths of a free individual for the purpose of determining congressional representation. The three-fifths clause thus increased the political power of slaveholding states. I just want to be 100% of whatever it is that I am. If I'm 100% positive, I want to 100% listen to positive music. And it's a lot of reasons why I can give it up, but I just don't feel like rap music is helping anybody, especially our communities, outside of the people that's actually getting rich from it. We live the reality of it. Like, after the show happened, such and such got shot. Or, you know, or found out that this person was doing this. I, I You know, I don't know too many platforms that are following other other ethnicities all the way into their household all the way out into the news every fucking day you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I don't see that you know what i'm saying i don't see that so you know you people have to really check how people see you and, and if you depend on them to feed you entertainment and things of that level then they gotta hear your voice you know what i'm saying it shouldn't be like everybody sucking their teeth like damn man i'm tired of seeing this kind of shit you know what well, you know I'm what are we gonna, gonna do about prevail. it yeah, exactly. So, you know, the power of the people makes sense when it's a unified effort to say, yo, we got a petition. I got 200,000 signatures on here that say we're about to abandon whatever you're dealing with. So if your sponsors give a fuck about our our business, then, yo, start playing some more balanced material. You understand right. what I'm saying? It's as easy as that. And then people got to realize that community station radios play what the community wants. So you got power where, you know, where where people don't even venture. So you can go down to the community station and say, look, we're about to turn off power, whatever the hell. And we all going to put our power to you. How can we boost your signal? So if you go on 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 YouTube and throw five dollars at the tea, the tea maker or whatever the hell throw five ten dollars at the community station times two hundred thousand and watch mm-hmm. the signal expand okay right. and this is a community station so it's not going to be uh we had to play this because a sponsor said or whatever that's not right. even the case that's total freedom no one has example that that's how x time was built all the community stations all the college stations pumped us we didn't even need radio play 
the, the, it, it, it made the, the, the record label's job so easy because we were already in the community. We didn't have to be like, yeah, when we go to the hood, I want you to make sure everybody play. Yo, we there. And we going on their shows like they were big time. And that mm-hmm. helped their platform to get wider. You see what I'm saying? So it was an exchange. If you if you out here with 100, 200,000 followers and you go up to a station and say, yo, I got three other dudes just like me and we want to invest some positive energy into this community station. I say, yo, man, once the sisters protest that shit, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Rap music was created for y'all. We were bragging on ourselves to impress y'all to come to the party. So now... It's like, you know, y'all just dance to anything or, you know, or, or you know, get with anything. Nigga could be disrespecting you and shit and all kind of shit, calling you all kind of bitches and all kind of this. And it's like, y'all, y'all down with that? And it's like, oh, man, he's not talking to me. I'm just I'm just getting my groove on. No, it got to be disrespectful. It got to be insulting. Like, yo, man, what are you doing? What's, what's up? What's the deal? And once you cut them off, once the sisters cut them off, the game will change. But I feel like right now, it's also, you know, you have that place where we're in a a new, a new society where everything is like, you know, it's a freedom, freedom of us to speak. I mean, and nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with us being able to speak our minds, but we are, it's, I feel like it's hypersexualized, but it's us being powerful women. I feel like, why does it always have to be connected to sex? Why can't you just have that knowledge and be able to share that knowledge? Why does it always have to be sexualized? In order for you to be on top, you got to be the sexiest, the most posh, like most, you know, pristine, sexy person with the, you know, the face and the ass and everything else. Why can't you just be, you know, who you are and be smart and present your music? The one thing about the society thing is that it's not a new society. It's just not our society. You understand what I'm saying? We living out somebody else's shit. So, you know, when they allow certain things to happen on TV or whatever, that's the people who create those media platforms allowing you to, to live as they live. It's like, you know, back in the days, you couldn't see a man on man kissing, you know, or anything like that. You know, there was, you know, there, there was a certain code. You, you couldn't even see man and woman in the bed on a certain level. Well, I, now... True. True. It's ridiculous. They slept in separate beds. Yeah, true. Correct. That's not our society because now people, when people start seeing this happening, it's like, damn, you know, they're looking at their channel. They're like, did I hit the porn channel or something? You know, they, you know, they looking twice at their devices and whatnot. So, you know, you got to look at who programs shit and then how they, the people who program, how do they see you? Again, three-fifths of men. So it's like, I only like black girls when their legs are open. I only like black girls when I see their titties out or their ass up. So I'm going to put that out there. And that's what they're going to do. I grew up, you know, feeling like I was being raised by Lil Wayne, by Tupac, by, you know, Jay-Z. And in order to understand who I was as a man, I had to construct my own warped sense of masculinity because hip-hop was the language of a generation of men without fathers. So I'm finding my role models in drug dealers. Hip-hop has evolved so much to the point where women have been objectified constantly for their bodies, spoken down on and everything, and now they're going ahead to take the control. But we still see this constant trend of over-sexualization of women in hip-hop and rap. 
you know, they they made like vinyl, like ancient hieroglyphics and stuff. Now, like when you go back to listen to an old record, yeah. like, listen to the tempo. Look how full that is. It feels like an alien language. That's yeah. wild that we program like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know, they they put war drums, you know, the war drum tempo in trap. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about how people being programmed. So they the feel like urgency. Yeah. yeah, correct. So you think like you know like. Let me avoid that the content is so disrespectful and just get the bounce. And maybe a young head will think I'm fresh. You know, you, you sound like an ass <laughs> doing that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I say that to all people, really just ignoring that that content is bad, yo. It, it, you know, you know, we got to start giving some young guidance because it's like you you making a certain tempo that doesn't even allow us to fully express ourselves, and then you're talking like a robot on top of it. You talking like a robot on top of it. So the way that we receive data is not like that. We mm. receive data in a rhythmic flow. You chopping it like a robot. And then, you know, I, I always say this to people like they're transforming us to like a cyborg type of training. You know, mm. they want to put chips in your body. So if you you already prepared the flesh to receive information like a machine then the chip is going to feel real real natural when they put it inside your shit to say well now you have robotic shit you can open your internet by blinking your eyes and all kind of stupid shit that's that's real that's coming that's coming (laughs) so the music the music is part of the training i think this is a great topic the build on because the music, music is, is part, part of the training. My science is deep, my blackness is deep. How deep? Deep. Deeper than Atlantis. Deeper than the sea floor. Travel by the mantis. Okay, now I know we're getting deep, and some of this might not be for you. Might not be for everyone, but the shit's getting deep, right? All of that ends when the sisters protest. Okay? When women protest, other shit happens. And this is proven. All right, and it ain't got to be no feminist movement. It just got to be sparked by women that are tired of the family being fed negativity on the heaviest scale possible because it's disrespectful to you as a human being for someone to say, you don't even deserve full shit. And if I'm lying, then where's the country Megan the Stallion? Okay? Right, why, right, I'm, right. Why, wait, why right. not? Where is they at? Where are they at? Where are they <laughs> Where's at? the Cardi country Cardi? <laughs> Correct. We're, we're right. in opera. Why don't they have a Cardi B? Okay. Why why in rock music? Why don't they have a Lil Wayne or whatever? I know them dudes are drugged out and shit, but you don't, you, y- y'all blow, y'all blow our people out to the fullest on these experiments, man. You know what I'm saying? But y'all I mean, don't venture so- to. So how do you feel about rock music, though? Because, I mean, in a sense, some of the rock music would says the same stuff, same, you know, same degradation, same misogyny, same thing. But it does also appeal to a different caliber. Correct. It's true. It's yeah. True. It's they true. People, it's true. You know what I'm saying? They're people not being treated like three-fifths of men. they saying, well, if you're rich and you like drugs, enjoy yourself. They've accepted whatever that is, okay? Right. And not all of that shit is idiot music. Some of rock music is very fucking intelligent. Yes. If people yeah. listen to the lyrics. And it's a very creative genre on that. So they're, they're paying attention more to longevity in the art mm-hmm. than us participating in a three-fifths of man mentality 
these young rappers are not even surviving two or three years. How long King Von live in the music? God bless him. And not to glorify him, because I don't glorify none of that shit he was building on. Y'all talking about dead homies and, you know, and smoking on each other. Took a and, and, and smoking, yeah, yeah. Niggas and shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you getting famous or whatever, but still, at the end of the day, you one of my brothers from Chicago. You one of mine. I'm downright flashy, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Billie Holiday. Reporters keep asking me, Billy, why you do the things you do? The United States versus Billie Holiday is a 2021 American biographical film about the singer Billie Holiday. It's based on a book, The Chasing the Dream, The First and Last Days of the War on Drugs by Johan Hari, directed by Lee Daniels. The film stars Andre Day in the role along with Trevante Rhodes, Natasha Lyonne, and Herod Hedlund. Initially, Set to be theoretically released by Paramount Pictures, the film was sold to Hulu in December 2020 and digitally released in the United States on February 26, 2021. At the 78th Golden Globe Awards, it won Best Actress Motion Picture Drama for Audra Day, Get It Girl, and also it was nominated for Best Original Song, Tigress and Tweed. Seen that movie, um... Billie Holiday versus the United States of America. I didn't really know that pretty much they they pretty much showed that the government killed her because right. she wouldn't stop singing that song, Strange Fruit. Right. Right. Yes. And they broke I, it down. You know, you know what it is? I was building on this the other day in an interview. It's not your words that you're kicking the act you know, they try to shut down. It's the frequency that you create with those words. All right. So she's on a platform where she can make every black sister in the world like, I'm going to poison my masters today. <laughs> you know, I'm going <laughs> to At that time, my, yeah. Word up. I'm going to poison my boss today. You feel me? So if you keep singing that and, you, and somebody keep thinking, damn, that was my grandmama hanging on that tree. That was my uncle hanging on that tree. You're going to you're going to spark such a frequency in yourself that they steadily press down. They press you from wanting to be revolutionary. So you are such a beautiful woman, Billie Holiday. You kicking this song about, you know, niggas hanging in trees. We can't have them remember who was hanging them because now you know they think they're our buddies so you can't change that up okay so i can see her being a target now if she was just a regular you know hole in the wall singer you know what i'm saying and popular doing jazz or whatever you know whatever it is they're not gonna really pay too much attention mm -hmm. you know like x plan was cool when we came because you didn't have to gimmick us Right but now, when, when the movement started growing bigger, when we showing up in town and we a hundred deep, like we home, that's a problem because that yeah. can't that hundred can't be a thousand and that thousand can't become a hundred thousand. And y'all can't be out here talking about FTP and the system is backwards and you got to learn your culture. 
you know, they can't bottle that and sell it. So it, it, it becomes a point where that has to end. So did, they, did you guys get followed by the FBI? I, I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to celebrate that. You they know, they gonna follow you somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brothers be talking that shit. I'm like, why you wanna brag or something like that? Would you wanna have a file with these fucking fools, man? You know, these dudes are diabolical, man. I don't Hell I don't yeah. want I don't want no fucking association with that and I don't want no bragging rights. <laughs> You know, to no file, like I'm on file, nigga. You know, they watching me and shit, nigga. No, I don't want that shit. You know, I wouldn't have no idea. So um, we're almost done here. I wanted to play a little game with you. It's a, a word association game. So the first word that comes to mind when I say these words, okay? All right, all right. I, I, I'm hoping that you say what I hear in my head. I feel like you're gonna say. What I hear. <laughs> we'll see what's up. <laughs> here we go. Okay. First one is African. Um, grand bird. Say it again. <laughs> Grand verb. Grand, Grand verb. Grand verbalizer. Yeah. All right. Love. Peace. Hip hop. Freedom of speech. Culture. Needed. Fear. Um, the enemy. Peace. Happiness. Music industry. <laughs> <laughs> um, a great tool. Words. Power. Music. The remedy. Hate. Mm. Common. And freedom. By any means. All right. I love it. I want to share everything I have with the world. So this is just like another piece of that, you know, me sharing the stuff that I learned from my people and the, the interesting people I've met throughout my life, I'm able to like just share how it's formed and transformed me too, you know, and still yeah. having that connection to it's just dope. And whenever somebody bring up like just certain things in hip hop, they bring up your name and they bring up, I'll be like, damn, that's crazy that I know these people. Like, crazy. So I just want to make sure that I put that out there and, you know, utilize my contacts and my friends and, Big you up yeah. for everything that you've inspired me to be and, you know, and just pe the people around you. So I'm, I'm thankful for you doing this. Thank you so much. Oh, man. All day, every day, man. And do your thing. And, and one more note on your on the music to the audience. If they have catalogs of music and they're veterans, you can't put it all out. Right for some of these young heads. Or the flavor of music and rhythm that you have is going to die out and become extinct. You know what I'm saying? R&B, nowadays, they don't even hit a note. And I ain't heard no Casey and JoJo type vibration in a minute. And cats are as talented. So if we were writing for them, 
showing them how to write better in some places and not trying to put all our catalog out. You know what I'm saying? Start to be the producer, start to be the head of the label and the guidance mm -hmm. for them, then trying to be a star to compete with them and the game will balance. You know what I'm I saying? Love that. Stay tuned for episode nine, where we will be speaking to Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter Sherry Brown. She's back with an awesome collaborative project, Words from the Spirit, The Collective. We are going to take a closer look at her project, hear her views on music and Billie Holiday versus the USA. And Sherry will be partaking in, drumroll please, The Crunch Battle. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, The Crunch Battle is back baby stay tuned remember we would play that we got the album we played it at the house our home all the time but you could this particular summer you could walk down any street in our community any street and you could hear it from not one not two but it was like every single house was playing an album and you and it was hot it was a summer it was hot and it was, you know, the Vietnam War and the protests were going on. And, and, and you could walk down the street and people had their windows open and you'd hear them blasting Harvard Games. One, at least one song from the album. And so I think that for music, anyone who catches that renaissance is in the middle of it, it's a part of that, it's, they'll, they'll be all right. Mother, mother. There's too many of you to cry. Gaining, gotta get up on your shit, bro. It's time.